Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. All right, good morning, everybody. Could what's happening in Israel happen here? What? Is that possible? We'll explore that, and I want your opinion as we go along. It's a big deal, folks, and it all has to do with the political decision to open that southern border and to take our attention off of the real terrorists, many of whom have been arrested at the border and are being held in detention. People who are on the terrorist watch list and, of course, Joe Biden just, you know, gave $6 billion to Iran. Actually, let them use $6 billion of their own money that we had locked up in the international banking system. As part of the sanctions against the Iran regime, the appeasement crowd within, which is really John Kerry, who was all part of that with Obama, they have won again. This time, they have allowed money to flow into the Iranian government so that they can do exactly what they're doing in Israel right now. And that is push and foment and supply weapons to Hamas, Hezbollah. Top leaders of Hamas and Hezbollah bragged over the weekend, as did the Iranian supreme leader that uh, they, that Iran is behind. In fact, they held meetings in Syria last week, or Lebanon, one of the two, I forget what the story is, about attacking Israel. They're bragging about it. Yet the news media, including Fox, well, we can't independently verify that. Well, listen, <laughs> they're bragging about it. Hello? At any rate, Joe Biden has taken the well, it's just taken the, the whole look at this. All the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, the intelligence apparatus, they're looking in, they're not looking at the terrorists coming across the southern and the northern borders, by the way, and that's an entirely different program all unto itself. They're not looking at that. Rather, they're looking at you and I. The FBI, as we found out last week, has decided that it's time to put MAGA supporters, you know, people who believed in America first, to put us on the terrorist watch list. And parents who go to, you know, like the Salem-Kaiser School Board or the Tualatin School Board meeting, and I'm going to roll into that here in a moment, which happens, I believe, tonight. I will verify that as 
Uh, and by the way, Gary, thanks for the uh, newsletter. Uh, it is tonight, 630. Tigard, the Tualatin Tigard School Board meeting. Okay, tonight at 630. You'd call for reservations to be able to speak. Those of you who go and do that, you are going to be looked at by, you know, by the FBI, by the Department of Justice, O'Biden's Department of Justice, as white supremacists, as terrorists, domestic terrorists. You know, you parents who stand up for your kids not being attacked at a school board or school. So this is an unprecedented attack in Israel. Came as a surprise. The uh, headline and one of the stories in the Epoch Times is Biden in a tough spot after surprise attack on Israel exposes massive intelligence failures. No kidding. Well, this is what you get when you decide that you're going to weaponize the police apparatus of the United States government against your own citizens, and you take your eye off the ball of who the real terrorists are. And it ain't mom and dads who show up tonight at the Tualatin Tiger School Board meeting, Mr. Occupant of, I can't call him president because he isn't, and you know it. At any way, can this happen here? Are people that have come across the southern border, many of whom are, I mean, folks, there's, it's millions. It's maybe six to seven million right now since Biden took office and opened the border. How many of them are terrorists that are connected to Hezbollah, Hamas? And could they begin terrorist events here in America. Let me say this, those of you who, um, those of you who have who listened to Dan Bongino, I, I saw a text message from him. Well, it wasn't a text message, it was on X, Twitter. He simply said, arm yourself. Now, Bongino is a former Secret Service agent. So no doubt he still has connections with people who are still in Secret Service or who have just recently left and who have connections. And, you know, information gets very quietly disseminated, shall we say. This is important. Now. If Bongino, who probably has some inside information, is telling you to arm yourself, it may be more than just hype. Maybe something far deeper than that. Maybe he has inside knowledge. So what might be going on here? There's an interesting story about this by David Harassini. In the Federalist. Now, Harassini, you have to know, is a huge anti-Trumper. But he points out something that's more than just obvious here. 
his, the headline of his piece today is if Democrats don't want to bl- don't want blame for appeasing Iran and Hamas, they should stop doing it. Wow. I mean, what did we expect? Is this not um, Albert Einstein's famous quote, right, that we often paraphrase? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. When you appease dictators, tyrants, evil people, evil governments, when you appease them, what do you expect to happen? That your appeasement's actually going to work? Please show me in world history where that has worked. Didn't work too well with Hitler, did it? Remember when Neville Chamberlain came back waving that piece of paper? We have peace in our time. After, you know, Hitler rolled into the Sudetenland. How long did that last? Not very last. A few months at the best. Fast forward to Obama doing nothing when Russia invaded the Crimea in the Ukraine, took it over. Slapped a few, you know, sanctions. I mean, how well has that worked? And then now, Obama, the deal he made, remember sending literally pallet loads of American dollars showing up in the middle of the night being offloaded at an airport in Iran that Obama did. You guys remember that? How well did that appeasement work? So Obama just did it again through O'Biden. Because we know who the real president is and it isn't the current occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Just did it again. And what is the result of that? Exactly what human nature tells you will happen. If you appease people who are evil, governments, or if you appease, let's break it down to the most basic level. If you appease your kids when they break the family rules and you really don't punish them, do they take the rules seriously? No, they don't. If you let over a thousand violent protesters go free and not prosecuted after destroying property and being arrested over a hundred consecutive nights of violent protests in downtown Portland, and 27 of them declared riots by the Portland police. If you let that go unpunished, like DA Mike Schmidt did, turned over a thousand of them loose and there have been more since. What's the result of that? Well over 600 businesses leaving downtown Portland. There's a story today about one of those downtown office buildings being foreclosed on. Why? Because they can't rent it out. Why? Because nobody wants to go there. That's what you get.
you get over the weekend the news that now we have Oregon State troopers who ought to be helping the whole state. Now they are literally driving around downtown Portland on bicycles, state troopers. Because apparently Ted Wheeler and the Portland City Council, yeah, you know, we, have, we defunded $12 million from the Portland Police Bureau in our knee-jerk reaction to BLM and Antifa. But hey, we're not going to restore it. It's not their fault. It's equity. We should have put more money into equity. So now we got to take state troopers away from the rest of the state and we put them in downtown Portland. Is that not appeasement? You tell me what the end result of appeasement is going to be in America. And what happens if we start getting terrorist attacks, you know, maybe at the Lancaster Mall? And it gets traced back to maybe somebody who came across the southern border. What happens then? Politically, are Republicans smart enough to use it? Effectively, as a communication tool. Now, when we come back, a teacher says the fight that went viral was caused by a lack of restorative justice protest. What? Back in the home. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. So could Israel happen here? Could we have terrorist attacks that begin here indiscriminately throughout the country because of an open border? Because of terrorists who've been streaming across the border, some have been caught that are on the international terrorist walk watch list and have actually been arrested. Could that happen because the FBI Department of Justice decided to put their focus on MAGA people instead of the real terrorists? What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM News. Yeah, as we went to break, I shared something with you that I want to add into because it's about appeasement. Does appeasement work in international politics? Does it work in your home? with your kids. Do as I say, but not as I do. Or here's the rules. Yeah, but if you don't keep them, it's okay. How well did that work for you with your kids? How well would it work in a school district where a violent, tranny, transgender 
allegedly student, attacked a girl, beat her up. That's going to be the subject tonight. The Tiger Tualatin School Board meeting at 6.30. Oregon Public Broadcasting interviewed a former Hazelbrook, that's where this violent attack took place, teacher and equity coordinator. Over the two, not one, but two school fight videos. And you know what this equity teacher said? You know what the real problem is? We have a lack of restorative justice teaching in the school. What? The message, according to the Oregon Catalyst article, and I'll have this up because it's it's something you can use in your conversations with people today about a whole bunch of things. Here's the message they write. The message coming out of this is, quote, if only the progressive school districts were more progressive, then violence would be reduced, unquote. The statement betrays itself. Right? We think schools should follow the non-violent school models, which requires more discipline, more local control, less bureaucracy, and more teacher control over their classrooms. Yes, the most liberal school districts in the state have seen a, especially Portland, you, you can't get any worse than Portland. You know, maybe Eugene comes close. Tiger Tualatin is obviously right there, as is Salem-Kaiser. Portland area schools are seeing an increase in violence. Yet liberal teachers blame the lack of liberal programs as the reason for the violence. Even though they're occurring in the state's most progressive school districts with the most progressive policies. Part of that policy is not to discipline students for acts of disruption. You see, Portland policies took away the cops from the Portland public schools, didn't they? Then Oregon passed a rule making it harder to fire a failing school superintendent. The Portland School District saw an increase, saw a 67% increase in staff in five years. In five years, they increased their staff by 67%. Now, I just want you to think about that. In five years, folks. While school districts within the district saw a 15% decline in enrollment. Yet this newly hired army of new government employees, they write, responsible for a shrinking population of students can't control the increase of violence. By one measure, get this, it costs taxpayers $40,000 per student to teach them. Now, I bet you could probably have a conversation with somebody about that today, couldn't you? Portland Public School District is spending $40,000 per student. And there's a link in the story here. $40,000 per student. Yet, 
they see a 15% decline in enrollment. They've increased their staff 67%, and they have violence after violence. Is it because, I mean, seriously, is it because they don't have enough social justice, restorative justice programs? I don't know. You tell me. If you appease the kids who are violent in your school district, what do you think is going to happen? Are they suddenly going to stop? Or does it get worse? Because they know they can and nothing will be done to them. Folks, freedom, heating, and air can keep you cool in the coming warm and soon to be cold days. We got some rain coming. The cold temperatures are going to hit us. I hope you enjoyed a wonderful weekend. But if your air conditioning system didn't keep up because your HVAC system ain't working right, you ought to call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and fix it right away because you're going to need it when it gets cold. 503-580-1456. Come on. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. In a moment, uh, by the way, it's 23 minutes before the top there. Welcome back to Political Coffee. I'm your host, former state representative and current fifth-generation Oregon farmer Jeff Krupp. We're going to chat with former mayor of Willamina in a moment. Curtis Grubbs is going to give us a little report on how Petunia was received. And those of you, and I thank those of you who went out and spent an hour or so hanging out with Curtis and others at the Saturday market where Petunia was. You know, all about the upcoming vote to repeal Salem City income tax. Folks, and by the way, thanks to um, GL for the great email. By the way, you want to send me an email? It's uh, jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news, and I'll try my best to read them on the air. Don't always get to it, but Mike Pence, former vice president of the United States, running for current president right now, says... Quote, you better take Putin seriously. And you know what he says we ought to do? We ought to stop Putin with cruise missiles. Huh? He said some small-minded idiots in the Republican Party, voices he calls them, Think, quote, we have to choose between solving problems here and supporting the Ukrainian military. Mike understands that we can have war while growing the economy. 
And that war with Russia is the way to prevent China from invading Taiwan. Who said this? Listen to this quote. Who said this? Well, every gun that is made, every warship launched, every rocket fired signifies in the final sense a theft from those who hunger and are not fed. Those who are cold and are not clothed. This world in arms is not spending money alone. It is spending the sweat of laborers, the genius of its scientists, the hopes of its children. This is not a way of life at all in any true sense. Under the clouds of war, it is humanity hanging on a cross of iron. Who said that? I mean, it sounds pretty dovish, doesn't it? Who said that? Dwight... D. Eisenhower, who knew a little something about war, didn't he? Hmm. The Heritage Foundation is analyzing, you know, the $6 billion that we just allowed Iran to have, you know, in the prisoner exchange thing. They think... It is clear that this was appeasement. One of the heritage, uh, Robert Greenway, was on Fox over the weekend, and he told Fox News on Saturday, said, we've given them the oxygen they need to breathe. And with that comes support for their surrogates and their proxies. Most of the region, now get this, I want you to think about this. Quote, most of the region, Middle East, Look at this as though the United States were paying for it. And in a sense, they're very correct, unquote. Paying for this war, this attack on Israel. It just didn't happen, folks. It was planned. It was executed. Iran has been pumping money and arms into the Gaza for a long time, frankly, into Syria, into Syria and into Lebanon. Over 1,100 people have died so far. Most of them Israelis. Did you know that? Yeah, it's true. Comes from an article today, five things to know about Israel's 9-11 and the war against Hamas. Was this Israel's 9-11? It's about appeasement. In fact, appeasing is so bad. There's a story in the Portland Tribune, and hang on, Curtis, I'll get to you in a second. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Most of the Pamplin Media Group readers, Pamplin Media owns Portland Tribune. Here's the headline. Most Pamplin Media Group readers avoid downtown Portland. Duh. So what happens when you don't feel safe, when you know the cops are not going to arrest somebody that assaults you. The excuse in this story is, what's well, the state statement from the Oregon State Police Superintendent, Casey Cotting. 
The terrible impacts of fentanyl here in Oregon are plain to see. The Oregon State Police is steadfastly committed to stopping its distribution and increased use in our communities through proactive interdiction and enforcement through collaboration with community, public health, education, public safety partners. Do you believe that? Not for one minute, folks. This has nothing to do with fentanyl. The story says, but just five days later, before any further details were revealed, the New York Times published a lengthy story focusing on private security guards in downtown Portland who respond to emergencies on the streets because the city does not have enough dispatchers, police, or firefighters to handle all of them. This has nothing to do with fentanyl, folks. It has everything to do with lawless appeasement. Everything to do with it. If you appease the tranny students or the teachers who get away with blaming violence on not having enough liberal programs, if you appease them by giving them more programs, by not holding them accountable, what do you think is going to happen? If you appease North Korea, Iran, what do you think is going to happen? Human nature tells us war, death, destruction. By the way, somebody ought to ask, you know, the Biden administration or maybe members of Congress, you know, Wyden, who comes out strongly against this horrible attack on Israel. So you're voting to fund sending most of our military aid that's crippling our ability to defend ourselves to the Ukraine. And now we have to send more military aid to Israel to replace what they're expending to defend themselves. What's left for us? Hmm. That's probably a conversation you could have also. Got to go to Curtis, who's on the line. Curtis, thanks for hanging on. Sorry, I, I just kind of needed to get through that. How was your event on Saturday with Petunia? Our event was really great. Uh, we were at the corner of Winter and Marion Street, right next to the uh, farmer's market. And we had a lot of folks coming through. It was a bright, sunny day. And people enjoyed coming into the market. We caught them as they were coming in. Uh, we passed out flyers. We had uh, our yard signs there. I actually used the governor's own words against uh, the payroll tax, where she was quoted in several uh, several publications that said she was against the payroll tax, and uh, it caught people's attention. And uh, you know, it, it was a good turnout. But we have a, we have another great opportunity coming up. Uh, it's this coming Wednesday, the October 11th, across from the Ilsenor, uh, theater, there's going to be a town hall meeting at six o'clock, but we're going to meet down there on the corner of high and Ferry street at about four o'clock. And I need folks help. I need somebody that will be able to drive and pull Petunia around. And I need homemade signs out there that that time to be able to share the share the word out to get out that says vote no on Salem payroll tax or something simple homemade simple signs on a piece of cardboard would be great 
Okay, again, this is Wednesday night or Tuesday night? Yes, Wednesday night at uh, uh, 4 o'clock. The, the town hall meeting starts at 6 o'clock. We want to be there at 4 and just do it for a couple hours. And uh, we hopefully we'll have Petunia around and provide them to get somebody to drive her around. And, or park right next bar, by near, uh, near parking is kind of a, a premium there. Uh, but I want homemade signs that say vote no on payroll tax or, or something of that sort. Uh, we'll have a good time. All right, folks, there you go. That's what happens when you go hang out with Petunia. You have a good time and you still get your message across. So bring a homemade sign. It's going to be Wednesday evening. Who knows? I might even show up and pull Petunia over. It's raining. I might give me time to do it. Come and join us Wednesday night. Stand against this outrageous pack on your wallet from an out-of-control liberal Salem City Council. Say no to the new income tax that costs you a lot of money. Back in a moment at 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour, 503-589-1220. is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Anne-Marie writes this, if family rules aren't enforced, who's really in charge? No wonder the kids don't respect you, mom or dad. Same happening in some schools. No wonder chaos thrives. Lawless appeasement is my new phrase to influence. Freddie writes me about, what about the $80 billion of military equipment Biden left in Afghanistan? What about it? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up. Because apparently there are a whole bunch of stories about how, well, I'm reading one here from Not The Bee. We had all the inkling that this was going to happen, but now we know there's a Breitbart story about U.S. weapons from Afghanistan ended up in Palestinian hands in the Gaza Strip. It's an interesting story. Jim writes an email about that. The list of things left behind to the Taliban is simply jaw-dropping. We sent stuff there for 20 long years only to leave it to a gang of terrorists. And now that Armageddon has started, they get to put it to use. Dwight writes an email, escalation war in Israel? Question mark. And he's quoting somebody here. He doesn't say who, but quote, the Taliban has asked several countries in the Middle East to grant them passage so they can join Hamas in its terror campaign against Israel, according to the reports. The well-known Christian pastor, Greg Laurie, asked this question. 
is the attack on Israel by Hamas setting up for the fulfillment Bible prophecy? Then there's another story here on the Liberty Day that confirmed Iran planned and greenlit murderous Hamas attacks on Israel. And then there's another story here about Israel is just the beginning. The world is turning upside down. So if the world doesn't want this to happen, maybe the world should stop appeasing people like Iran or China. Pro-Hamas and pro-Israel groups clashed in Washington. Did you guys see that? And it wasn't just in Washington, D.C. There's a story on Gateway Pundit video about a street fight broke out after pro-Hamas thugs attempt to disrupt the pro-Israel rally down in Florida over the weekend. In Israel, there's another story. At least 260 young people were slaughtered at a dance party out in the desert. Wow. Joe Biden is to blame for this. By the way, Trump said American taxpayer dollars from the Biden administration helped fund these attacks in Israel. Uh, Yep. Along with all of that equipment we left behind, or that Biden left behind in Afghanistan. Friends, I want to remind you, Christmas is coming up, as you know. And no, you're, you're going to spend money and buy in um, gifts for people. Why not support your own cause of liberty in this radio station? And Mike Lindell, go to my pillow. Take advantage of the incredible discounts if you use the promo code PC23. PC23. Seriously, you're going to spend money anyway. Why not support companies like my pillow that are standing for election integrity? He's laid it all on the line, folks. Mike Lindell and the employee-owned MyPillow. Let's support what they're doing. Go to MyPillow.com slash PC23. That's our page. Take advantage of all the great opportunities using the discount code PC23. Got to go to the phones, and we will start with Art. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Let's not forget who Obama's hero, Lewis Farrakhan, who is absolutely a Jewish hater, uh, called for the death of him. And uh, we're already having attacks on synagogues, as you know, uh, lots of them. Uh, And those will continue uh, as long as we let people be in charge of our government who are... Jew haters, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, uh, but I just wanted to bring that up because uh, Farrakhan was Obama's hero, went to their church, 
and uh, you know, so that's not very hard. Are, to are, are out. you sure it was? It was. Uh, it, it wasn't Farrakhan. It was the other oh. Jew hating black. Um, uh, what, what was his name? I remember him being on Fox all the time. Um, well, maybe uh, I got the name wrong, name? but Obama went to his church. I mean, Twenty years and listen to this. You're right. After yeah. after the fact, and and of course, there's the other guy. I'm forgetting his name. That is an absolute hates the Jewish people too. Uh, but we we cannot forget that. And right. uh, you know, uh, right. they're they're going to continue to attack here in the United States, uh, and you know. In Israel. We can't appease him. We can't allow it. Art, thank you. Quickly, I got to go to God Gary. Gary, go Beavs. They did well this hey, weekend. Jeff, go Ducks. Great game we get to coming up. the Mutts this week. Yeah. Hey, right, uh, so tonight, tonight the big Tiger Tualatin meeting. Yeah, 630, uh, Tiger Tualatin, uh, 9550 Murdoch Street in Portland. Uh, we need as many people as we can get there to make a statement that uh, we're not going to tolerate uh, beating up our kids simply because somebody's uh, from a uh, protected group. Well, and this, this story in The Catalyst about how this teacher says the reason this violence happened is because there aren't enough restorative justice. There aren't enough progressive liberal programs. You buy that? <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, Reverend Wright is the name that you were thinking of before. Yes. But anyway, uh, of course not. This is just an excuse for the teachers to allow certain groups to run free reign and terrorize people who don't agree with them. So tonight, again, at 630, where? Uh 9550 Murdoch Street. It's in Tigard. I'm not exactly sure where, but it's got to be North Tigard. Come and support the parents who are going to that school board meeting tonight. Say enough of the violence. No Bring your signs. Appeasement. Bring your signs, indeed. Thanks, Gary. Go Beebs. Folks, we're back tomorrow. Pray for peace in Israel and Gaza. Pray for justice. For innocent victims. See you tomorrow.